Hello, and welcome to the One Stop Co-op Shop Podcast, your one stop for co-op news and reviews. This week, Jason Perez is here to entertain you with some more shelf stories. Yo, my peoples, what's up? Welcome back to Shelf Stories, the channel that tells tales from games, books, and life. And also, welcome to the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast. I am your host, Jason. Thank you so so much for stopping by. I'm not going to belabor the introduction over here. This man has been on my show many, many times. We are welcoming him back. (laughs) Uh, If you're looking, if you're on the podcast, you're missing some valuable uh, facial expressions from this man. But if you're (laughs) on the, if you're on the video, you're looking at him. He is Jambalaya Plays Game Man vs. Meeple, my brother. Jeremy Howard, welcome back to the show. Hey, brother, how you doing, man? Hey, party people, how y'all doing, man? I'm so excited to be back here. It's like that time of year. Time of year. You know, people people, people uh, expect these lists from us, but I never get tired of making them because right. it holds us to something, right? Mm-hmm. And I can't believe people even care <laughs> that we do. <laughs> I mean, I'm not assuming that you care either, but yeah, right. I just... I just feel like I just think it's cool that people even care what we think about. Yeah, this game. I mean, we just came back from PAX. So PAX yeah. was PAX East was last month or PAX Unplugged or whatever it was. Yeah. And it was the first I mean, you, you you're a superstar, so I'm not even going to mess with you. Uh, but it was the first one where I went and I had the video. So like I've been there as a podcaster, but no one knew what I look like. Now people yeah. know what I look like. And now they hit me up. It's like, hey, Jay, thank you very right. much for this third thing. I'm like, you care? Wow. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm still in that mode of like, wow, you people are watching and I get it. You know, that maybe there's a little bit of humble, whatever, but it's still shocking to me that people care about us. But now what hey. it, I think it's the it's the enthusiasm, it's the consistency. You know, uh, there's no magic to this stuff, man. We're just you know, we're just in it. You know, what's crazy is, is that like I never like to be honest with you, man, I, I think it's weird that people are weird, like people weird about approaching me. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I had a couple, several people come and approach me, man. And I'm just so happy they did. We had somebody from our oh, sure. Discord oh, channel sure. come and say hi to me. Uh, and uh, they remind me of their username and stuff, which is fun. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I'm Snazzy6969. His name was Deadpan. So it was like, oh, yeah, go. like it was very recognizable. So, you know, I. I, uh, you know, I met a lot of our people from our discord or fan base this year, which is really cool. And then also just to have a random guy come up to me. I even had one at two, two at Gen Con just come up to me and, you know, I just talk like just That's talk. Cool. And I, and I said to them, I said to this person, I said, Hey, there are going to be a lot of your favorite content creators. Cause he said something like, you know, you guys are celebrities. I'm like, no, we're not. We're just people like right. go up to these people that you watch all their videos and say hi. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm sitting here having like a 15 minute conversation with this guy. He is like overwhelmed with happiness. I'm like, this is great, but I'm just a That's guy. Right. We have enthusiasm. <laughs> like, we have consistency. We have a camera. There, there's like, nothing special about this. Trust me. It's that's all why good, I always man. It's all I'll good. Say what's up. So, mm-hmm. and we've been at this up. for a couple of years, man. We got, you know, yeah. we started this up 2016, 2017. We're keeping it rolling. It's, in some ways, you know, we're doing better than ever in terms of just the momentum and the relationships. Yeah. And this is going from there, man. I'm having love what you're doing. I love what you're seeing in uh, Mavis <laughs> Meeple. It's great. Yeah. Uh, and the and the the squirrels. <laughs> Follow this man on the is social the media. The, the quokka? The, that's the one. <laughs> the year of the quokka. Yeah. The quokka. So year, this year's the year of the quokka. Next that's year it. is the year of the panda. The red mm, panda. So. Fantastic. Yes. All right. So we're going to do two episodes uh, here to wrap up 2021 and look forward to 2022. This year, we're looking back. Top five solo for 2021. Uh, we love solo here on the One Stop Co-op Shop and the um, and, and Shelf Stories. Although I have to admit, Jeremy, I'm going to have to admit with you, my top five uh, is all co-ops. I am I am starting uh. to break up with solos. I, I got to okay. admit it to you. I, I, little I'm getting, sus. Little sus. I'm getting right. to the point where I'm getting these games and there's a whole separate rule book for solo. So I got to mm-hmm. learn two games in order to have fun. And my brain is like, I don't know how much longer I could do this. <laughs> Thank you for being one of the one stop co-op right i'm good you're not a true solo player it's still happening like i got my lost ones of arnak right over here that's a solo game or something like that i still got it it's just like oh man these two rule book things but i got five cooperative games and i know jeremy got some solo on on his list too Uh, i don't know i don't know his list you you'll be able to go to 
uh, I think the Man vs. People website because by the, before this one comes out, Jeremy will share both his top solos and the community's top solos. Is that right? Yeah. So we're going to have like a mesh, a video that meshes it up. So it's going to be like my top 10 and then also some people's like random people, random users, uh, people that I've just crowdsourced and then also mm. content creators. So there's going to be a lot of uh, interesting people. Some people who are not known for solo play. Right are actually going to make a quick video about a game mm-hmm. they played solo this year. You know, the pandemic has just brought on a at lot this of point, stuff. At this point. So yep. you have a lot of known people who never did it. I'm, I don't want to spoil it. There's people who have never do solo stuff. And begrudgingly, they've actually mm-hmm. fallen in love with it. <laughs> and they won't admit it. Won't After admit talking it. about Mierda before. <laughs> yeah, so I love that kind of stuff. I love it. I love it. I talk oh, by the way, it's pretty it. good. Uh, but yeah. before we get the to way, the list, though, before we get to the list, let's like, you know, sum it up this year. Like, how has this year been? Last year, 2020 was a little bit dry. Like I had um, I had Adam Smith and Kevin Erskine on and we spent the entire uh, uh, actually we spent half of it talking about one game, too many bones, uh, because oh, it wow. just wasn't a ton that came out in 2020. 2021 yeah. hit me up, man. What do you think of the year in 2021 so- just kind of as a whole? So here's the deal. Well, the reason why 2020 wasn't super strong, it was because uh, a lot of games didn't deliver until right. January, February. Like January and February was so loaded with games right. that came in, that delivered from Kickstarter. Um, and it's going to be that way this year as well. Uh, mm-hmm. That are like dropping right now. Right. And then next month, there are a ton of, I, I don't know what's happening. The boats must be letting <laughs> these things out because <laughs> well, I just got my, they're um they're doing extra before Chinese New Year, like yeah. that's actually a real thing. It's Chinese New Year like February ish, oh. so then they usually kind of shoot out a lot of a lot yeah. more stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. like I just got returned the Dark Tower shipping notification. I just saw Townsfolk Tussle just is showing up on people's door. I just the got up, this bad yeah, boy uprising. right here. I just got mine yesterday. I didn't like, even. I dude, this is how bad it's gotten. I don't even remember backing this. Yes, and here it is. But, <laughs> I don't even remember. So it's like, hey, we're we're already at it. You know, like I got something back here and I'm thinking to myself, like when people get this wave two of this game, they're going to be mm-hmm. blown. Their minds are going to be blown. Like, so it's all coming and then it gets front loaded into the beginning of the year. We got to remember these things. So 2021 has been good because there have been a slew of it's like a year and a half, it's like a year solo abo yeah. mm-hmm. type games. And then you also have the euros that that come off the back end of the year. And a lot right. of those have solo modes. So you have, you basically have a good overlap one year further than it should be. So it's like, right. let's say you thought 2021 was a dry year. Well, that's probably because you didn't get any of the euros from Essen. Mm-hmm. And then you, you have all this stuff on pre-order. And then you have all these Kickstarters delivered. And that'll all happen in January and February next year. So it's like, <laughs> if you disagree with our list as right, being right, awesome, yeah. I totally get it. Like, I totally get it. Right. Um, so this this list represents kind of an overlap a little bit, but mm-hmm. I tend to try to stay in 2021. Sure, um, me too. Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. Like when I got these videos back too for my stuff, I was I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, oh, they picked that game because mm-hmm. it came out super early in 2021. Like Dice Throne Adventures. If you told me that was your game of the year, well, it arrived in January, mm-hmm. <laughs> like like literally the first week of January. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's just it's crazy. You know, it's crazy that that's like that. All right, man. So we're basically there's like 18 months squeezed into 12 because it of how everything is. got backed yeah. up and everything. And then we're going to get a, a spillover for next year. Uh, but we'll talk yeah. about next year in the next episode. Let's talk about this past year, 2021. Ooh. So here we go. We're going to go top five and I'm going to let my man go first. We're going to go number oh. five solo Whoa. game of the year. I know it was hard to narrow the list down, man. That's we could be here uh, forever. I got to be like, no, no, five. We're not, it's, it's late for was, me. <laughs> this was so so close mm. and i had to flip-flop between two games wow i'm looking at this right now i might flip mm. it right now no i'm gonna keep it at number five we'll talk about the game that i'm, I'm flipping on we'll, sure. we'll see uh it's gonna be role player adventures role okay. player adventures uh i've only played it solo mm-hmm. it plays really well so it's super tough um what you're doing in this game if you're not a fan of role player it does not matter this is a, a true adventure game using some of the role player theme and just going away with that world. So if it's like, if you like lock up, you like the world, you may not necessarily, you know, like, like the game, it's like that kind of thing. Like 
I like lock up a lot. I like cartographers. I'm just not that much of a fan of role player. Hmm. Um, but if you are, and you can move this on to that. You love it. But basically, you're you're going out on these adventures. It's got some choose your own adventure elements, although the stories are contained. Uh, there's, I think, 12 stories in the game. I've been through six or seven. Uh, they even have a side quest book. And you can play these games within like two hours. And you're cooperatively uh, taking dice, but using your stats to kind of build a dice pool and do stat checks right. and right. with those stat checks you'll kind of you know pass or fail on certain things and they have this little extra book where you go in and you try to do the skills that are in the book uh and and you can manipulate the dice that you get by mm -hmm. playing cards from your hand that are similar to the cards you would have a role player when you're building your character so a card will flip a die one card will change a yellow to a green and uh, another card will say you know uh It'll just say, hey, switch this with that. Um, they have all these cool little things that I wasn't expecting. And I think the fact that you can do the hand management part of the game, mm -hmm. uh, there's also ways that you can even like manipulate how many dice you can roll and all kinds of stuff. They just found these really nifty ways of getting you, you know, away from role player, literally, and you're using your character. Mm -hmm. um, now, I haven't played the expansions to role players so there is a lot of character development adventure in that as well right. but i just found like hey you're, you're keeping track of your party you're keeping track of your alliances you really create yourself they have 36 pre-built characters in the game mm -hmm. so <laughs> there's a lot of things there mm -hmm. you can even have a lineage story like about yourself and do some side quests as well there's just a lot in there and i, I even in failure you fail forward so it's comfortable that way Mm -hmm. uh, there's just a lot to love about this game and it's written really well. I cannot emphasize that enough. It's written very well. Um, those little paragraphs and stories mm -hmm. and stuff like that, they're funny and it's really good. I, I can't, can't say enough good things about this game. I, if this was your game of the year, I totally understand. I got role player back here. I got all the expansions. I actually enjoy the base role player. My number five is role player adventures. <laughs> oh my god are you kidding me <laughs> and uh it, okay i'm cheating here because i have not actually physically paid the game i'm watching all the playthroughs of all okay. the people like my friend colin in the one-stop co-op shop and you know i because I, I you know it, we're going to talk about this like so much of the games like you mentioned before like there's the big adventure kickstarters and then there's the euros like we're talking cost man and yep. there's really rising costs so it's like okay uh you know role players sold our uh, msrp like 150 bucks Yes. You know, so like we're talking yes. about and people get gassed up. It's like, oh, how much is it? So then, you right. know, I, I only have so much in the budget. But, right. but, but, but I know what I like. I like story. I know what I like. I like role player. And just looking at it, like playing vicariously through other people, it just makes my mouth water, dude. Yeah, uh, there's I, the I, stories I, and the hand management. When you get both in there, when you, when, when the story, when the way you build your character and the way you organize your cards and your gear matters in terms of the story choice, it isn't just like two parallel things. Right. Right. You know, like sometimes it is so I, I do whatever. And but the story is just kind of taking me off. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. You got to You got to do stuff. No. And if you don't build the right way to, to go the place you want to, then you got to go the place where the game where right. the game will let you. And I love that. And, and and like you said before, it's just it's whimsical. The stories are good. We're already getting a, a we are we have one expansion that we have more coming. So, you know, price being what it is. Yes. <laughs> you know, and we got to put a big asterisk on that because I love the people's here. You know, if you can swing it, role player adventures is a best thing. Actually, yeah. you know what? It is not best in class this year because I got one story game, like big adventure game that's above it, but you can't go wrong with role player adventures. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't go wrong with this one. There are some really good uh, written stuff here. One game that's not on my list is Unsettled uh, for the mm. top five. And Unsettled has some really good writing in there, right. really funny writing. Uh, very funny it, in the sense that, like, you're in a dire situation. And the right. people still have a sense of humor about where they're at, you know, mm -hmm. uh, to kind of keep their spirits hot. But, uh, you know, it's not a joke what they're in. <laughs> you know, it's like a <laughs> planet where they're about to right. melt if they don't get out of there in five turns. But they have this kind of like, you know. <laughs> so you I know, have like, a feeling that we are yeah. not going to match up all five, but it is really unique. That we oh, oh, up our first five. we will have I'm some crossover. We might have some cross. You might. I, I have a you. OK, I, I'm not sure. I think we'll have one more crossover. We will have one more crossover. One more crossover, because because again, I don't have any euros on there. Get your get your two rule books out of here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was both at number five. Role play right. adventures. Jeremy, hit me up yeah. with your number four. Number four, 
once again, could be anybody's game of year. I would not fight them, and it has to be Final Girl. Final Girl. Final is, Girl. Final Girl is absolutely amazing. Final Girl, now, right. if you if you like Hostage to go to Shader, I think both of us like the Hostage to go to Shader. Still, but uh, I, it, I got too much yeah, light on yeah. here. It's right here. Yeah. Crime Wave. Yeah, I got the are. whole set. But, I got Crime Wave. I got Career. I gave Career Sea of Excellence to the Dice Tower. Yeah. So it just it just keeps on going. This this is the thing. It shares the DNA of that. It has the story beats of how that plays, but what you're doing this, and it plays out in a story, uh, a mini story, uh, and that you can make up and you can mix and match killers with their things. And they all have these different mechanics that they do. It's not, they're not yep. the same. They're not mm-hmm. rinse and repeat, nor are what you're trying to do as far as the, the scenes that you're in. So you have these different boxes that represent different scenes, awesome magnet parts, you play it out. And then you got you got your board to move around and you're really just trying to help people escape. You're the final girl, like in a movie. I mean, they have like Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. slasher films, movie references galore. The poltergeist um, and uh, yeah, so yep. mm-hmm. yeah, so you got all this stuff that's there. And really what you're doing is you are you're playing these cards, you're trying to chuck dice that will get the requirements for them. And then if you do it, you can get the best action or an okay action, and you're trying to keep everything level so that mm-hmm. you can get more actions and things like that. A very, very easy game. It always is going to have that feedback of roll to resolve. You like it or you don't, because um, there's not super, there's not a ton of mitigation here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 50-50, right? It's a 50-50 situation. Um, and I don't know, man. It just, it's just like Hostage Negotiator. It feels thematic. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be intense. And this is the type of game where I feel like you should feel like you had a good experience even when you lose because mm-hmm. it's a, it's very much a horror movie action scene that right. you have jumped in the middle of. You're not, mm-hmm. you're not at the beginning. You're not at the second act. You're at the final act of the movie where the kids all stop dying. The boss, mm-hmm. the, 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 it, the guy is here. He's hacking through the last four or five people in the movie and you got to, Mm-hmm. like get them out of there you know like that's kind of how it is it's like get out of here and mm-hmm. save yourself at the same time or you got to go back in there and finish them off before you know the, the, the whole the whole movie ends and stuff so mm-hmm. i like that that's those elements are in the game right uh so that you can feel like hey man you know like the defeat was a defeat you know and we all want to win but this type of game is supposed to be one of those lower percentages win like lower percentage winners you know Mm-hmm. Uh, so it feels good when you win, you know. This one so was I, I, my yep number six. Uh, right, it was right there. It was right there. So then uh, with right. the so with Final Girl, uh, with, and it's funny like we don't have a lot of board game horror, you know. There's not no. a ton, and it's no. Weird. It's more like in that it's it's more in that feel. Like if you said Cthulhu was horror, I'm like not really. No, or that's adventure. Horror, yeah, that's adventure. It's like, not mm-hmm. really. It's just in a realm of horror, but doesn't feel right. like it. You know, right now, this is straight up like, you know, uh, and like horror movie, like horror movies, m- maybe more like maybe horror and action. They're both very tropey, you know, like yes. you have your you have your like, you know, your invincible killer that you find the weakness and you can kill him later. And you have your dumb, you know, uh, random people who just wander into the room with the with the killer and all that kind of stuff. And you have and, and these so the, these tropes that go in into movies. So that's what makes a a port to a board game kind of easy. Like you're not telling right. this super complicated story. You're trying to like repeat the tropes. And Final Girl does more to repeat the tropes than I, I mean, all of them. Yeah. Every single horror trope Every you can think of. One. You know, you you know, in one in one thing, you can have a golf cart and you can ride the golf cart into the killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the hokey stuff. Like it's this, all how the- silly can we get? It's there. It's there. Okay. It's all there. And I, I haven't, I, I still have, to, I still need a little bit more time with it, but I, I mean, it's going to stick around for like, it's going to stick around. Like if hostage yeah, goes, it's better than hostage negotiator and hostage negotiator is still there. So that should tell you all you need to know. Right. And I, I would just say it does put hostage negotiator to bed, but hostage negotiator is fan. Right. See, so. to me, it's different. Cause like the host, it's just cards. And so I I'll play with the just cards and I like the career mode. So it just gives yeah. me something different. And Final uh-huh. Girl gives you something different. I, I, yeah. I got both in my life. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of people that are going to be like, okay, bye bye, Hoss Negotiator, which is fine. But I got right. room for both. You know, yeah, that's, I got that's room my jam. For both in my life. I, I, that's not going anywhere. Except <laughs> fact, it's, it's in my arm's length, in my arm's length club mm-hmm. right here. So, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's Final Girl. That is, uh, that might come up in our next episode because their season two is is, uh, is kickstarting yeah. pretty early next year. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I heard about some of the things they have. I saw some pictures. Ooh. Oh, look I at you, Mr. Anything. Inst- <laughs> I can't say anything, but I saw. Nice. Yeah. All right. So uh, speaking of um, lower cost, this one maybe rose up a bit because it is a reasonable <laughs> thing to access. Uh, it is Bullet uh, yeah, from, from Bullet Level 99 Art. Games. So Level 9, it's, it's uh, I think Bullet Star or Bullet Circle. Bullet, Bullet, Heart. Bullet Heart. Yeah, you go. Bullet Heart. Uh, so then bullet is a puzzle game, just a, it it is a straight up up. puzzle game and it has like, it has, it's based on an anime. So like, and it's level 99. So like, it's going to have, you know, anime and, you know, shish boom and all that kind of stuff. So then, you know, you have characters and there's many characters. Oh my goodness. And each character has, you could flip it and it becomes like a boss in the solo slash co-op. So then you have this many characters and this many bosses and you know when you get that much content it's like is it all work i have no idea because i you know it's hard to all go through but every single competition i've played is cool and each character so the way the puzzle works is you get these like you have a grid in front of you and then every round you're going to have quote-unquote bullets kind of flying at you and you have to deal with those bullets and then at, at the beginning there's not that many but then there's more and more and more and you have to kind of just play your cards and you know, deal with the bullets, and just you—it's just a really rich, satisfying puzzle. Each, yes. um, each character solves the puzzle a different way. Similar puzzle, but like you know, player power is just like solving the—it's the same Sudoku, but like I got yeah. thirty-six different characters to solve the Sudoku with, <laughs> yeah, and they're yeah, all yeah. and everything I've played with so yeah. far has been good. And it's—I don't know, like I just—I don't care that it is like you know, not oh, it doesn't feel like a real action game. It's a really no. satisfying puzzle no. with, a, with a really cool twist on it. Card play because you have to play cards in order to do your powers and everything. I was really surprised I like this this much. Yeah, it's really it's, good. It's the dream. It's bullet hell, the board <laughs> game. And I love those types of games. Yeah. Those, those arcade games where just bullets are just showering everywhere. And they somehow captured that theme. Yeah. And yeah, it's really abstract. It's just got the art that makes mm-hmm. you go, oh, okay, we're, that's what we're playing. But, but that sense of being I, overwhelmed, I, that sense yes, of like, you know, so many man, things coming at you. I mean, the extra, if you go one extra, you're like, I'll just risk it. And you're like, oh, no, it's going to skip. Ah! <laughs> like, and that's the coolest part. Yeah. You're like, oh, man, it's going to skip two spots. No, not a four. I don't need a four right now. You know, but that's, I mean, that's the cool. And all the powers are cool. They, 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 they're smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're smart and they make you make interesting choices um just like the abilities that you need to use there's there's always there's always the perfect amount of challenge going on in that game mm-hmm. and it i like the reaction timing that is created you know like it's like all right i need to make sure before i make this risky choice mm-hmm. do i actually use my ability do i finish this car like you you really have to make these timely choices and that to me feels like the the, the action shooter that you're doing on the fly yeah um, and if you have this thing with a timer it'd be like crazy but like <laughs> you're a crazy mm-hmm. person just like the multiplayer but yeah this t- game, timer, get out of here no. <laughs> timer, it's an excellent out. game but mm-hmm. but uh yeah i mean like if you play this co-op whatever man it's it's mm-hmm. fantastic it's basically the same game <laughs> solo same co-op game. competitive it's basically the yeah. same and with very so. simple rules and that's how abstract it is uh, yeah. which my which uh, to me is a draw like I, I want a simple like you know just filler game I ha- like it I, it's probably the best little like I'm about to go to sleep and I want to play something for 15 minutes game there you go Ar- arms length club <laughs> fantastic so that's my number four it is bullet Jeremy number three okay well uh oh what do you know pick a bullet the again other... <laughs> <laughs> again. no the other arms life club game uh, imperial legends and imperial classics now yeah let me, let me come back over here um imperial legends imperial classics is a highly asymmetric game you're going to have you have both boxes of, and there's eight eight in both boxes so you got six different civilizations and they will go from your normal you know, like the normal Greeks, whatever, mm-hmm. Spartans or whatever, all the way. And I, I shouldn't say Spartans, but like all the way to like fantasy, like Atlantis, yep. Shangri-La, those types of things like that. But mm-hmm. each deck will create this time travel through their history. Um, and what you're basically doing is trying to get through your deck. Okay. So your right. deck shedding to move through time. And you're going to be building like a tableau of cards that will give you resources to get better cards. 
And then when you get to the part where you're, you know, in the more modern version of what they're doing, then you'll have these more awesome cars to score points with. I could go into depth about it, but the game is so highly uh, asymmetric that yeah. it would be hard to explain because every deck is doing something different. Each faction has its own personality. Yeah. You get the Rome There's, deck, they're conquering lands. Yeah. You get the... Yeah, the, uh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm completely crazy i mean like literally there's the, a group that's trying to find shangri-la you are literally going on a journey atlantis you're dealing with cards flooding so mm-hmm. they have to go away and you need those cards so it's like it's super thematic and the thing is the ai all every one of those those decks has an ai so you can face mm-hmm. off against 15 other decks and you keep your one uh and that means you have a lot to learn every deck has its own sort of language to it uh and i just that's just everything I want. Like, I love challenge. Mm-hmm. I love what I call slick card games. This game is a slick card game. It's a, you know, it's a head scratcher. I just, you know, I, I borrowed it to my friend. He was overwhelmed with it. <laughs> I love it. But I can see how this game could be overwhelming. The rules mm-hmm. are a barrier on this one. And all the terms that are in there, a little bit too much. So if, if you're a person that doesn't like, you know, a little bit more on the heavier side, and I'm not saying a little bit more, this is heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're going to have to relearn a lot of things as you play this game. And the rule book does not do a great job of explaining the game's flow. And that's mm-hmm. because it's highly asymmetric. Um, also, if you're watching this video and you're like, oh, I'm really excited. This game actually has a major rule that is not in the rule book. So <laughs> major rule. Right. So make sure when you buy this game, go look at the FAQ and it has to do mm-hmm. with the unrest card, because if you don't, you will lose almost every time because the AI mm-hmm. will always have something to do with that unrest. So just make sure you know that. Look mm-hmm. up that rule because, Lord, <laughs> it stinks if you don't. It mm-hmm. don't. But yeah, I got my cards laminated. I got all this stuff laid out. I, I, I love that game. I absolutely love it. Another uh, a cost-effective game, you know, came out yes, towards the, towards the early yeah. earlier in the year. So I mean, we're yeah. looking for you know a lot of value. I mean, because it's so crunchy and complicated, and it's David Tercy and Nigel Buckle. They are not known for simple, easy breezy experiences, and they're going to get more and more heavy with Voidfall, which is coming next year. We'll talk yes. about that. Uh, yes. So then, uh, I mean, I it's my number. It's my number seven. Uh, it's probably yeah. the first pure solo, uh, except for uh, or like Euro solo type thing, like a, a competitive game that becomes solo. Uh, so then, and and one of the only ones on my list at all. Uh, so okay. then, uh, I I do have you, you were talking about before, like you have some pro, some backstage news. I also have some backstage news. Ooh, oh. we Ooh. are getting more Imperium but, very ew. soon. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure we oh, are I'm getting. Sure. Oh, it's 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 hopping. It's yeah. hopping. Yeah, I'm <laughs> there's, sure. There's that, more factions that are coming. They can't keep that game in stock. You know, I don't think they printed mm-hmm. enough. And I no, think that's a great sign. Uh, I mean, even when they reprinted, it wasn't enough. So mm-hmm. that just goes to show you how well this game is doing. Um, I don't know what, what the ranking is on BGG, but I'm sure it's hovering at eight or be, uh, above because it is that good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just just check it out. Give it a shot. It won't be for everybody, especially if you're not a heavy gamer. Mm-hmm. Do not take a leap on this one. This, is, this has got some barrier to it. Yeah. So, yeah. That was Imperium Classics, Imperium Legends, and we're an Imperium coming soon. (laughs) 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 All right. So my number three is uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood in Venice. Oh, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) not you? No, no, no. (laughs) What? No, no, I've no, I have a play. I sold it right away, man. I sold it it for space. I was so excited for that game. Mm. And I'm, I'm doing some cuts on big games right now, big mm-hmm. box game. And I just have to do some big cuts because there's a lot coming in. And uh, I was like, what can I cut? And that one I had just received. I, I took it out the wrap and I looked at the box and I said, <laughs> I, I got to let this one go. I was like, I got to <laughs> let this one go. Well, I mean, you and look I at the- that game. I sold that game in like 10 minutes. <laughs> it's a big, <laughs> like, heavy it game. Like, it was like, Yes, <laughs> it's a it's a, yeah, no, right. Uh, it's a big, heavy game. It's a big, heavy box, but three fifths of the box are minis. And that even for, uh, you know, like a minis player, that's a lot of minis. It really. Is. No, that was that was my thing. When I saw all those minis, I was like, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, is based on Assassin's Creed and one of Assassin's Creed, one of my favorite video games. Uh, it's also based on a game called V Sabotage it used to be called V Commandos. Yeah. I like V. I like that game well enough. 
uh, that yes. have made me interested for this game. Uh, you can definitely tell that everything that V Commandos did, which is like this very kind of lower weight stealth action game. Uh, the previous game had a military theme. This one has the, obviously the assassin theme, assassin theme. So many lessons were learned and the game, the game play is so much better. Uh, there is tools. You get to, you get lots of toys, assassin toys. I can go into a yes. little hay and I can murder murder somebody. And you could and the whole game is like a, a puzzle stealth game. If you play puzzle stealth games, you're like we're talking Dishonored and Deus Ex and all these you know these video games. This game gives it to you. Uh, and you know, in terms of that puzzle of like, you know, what, making sure that you're you're watching the pathing of the the, the bosses and the, the creatures and everything, creatures, the, the 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 guards, I should say. Yeah. Um, the production is amazing. The art the art is amazing. The missions are varied, you know, and they they have like a crafting system so that you can like build up the the, the little toys that were in okay. the video game. So like your tank okay. and your Leonardo da Vinci like wings and all kind of stuff. Yeah, so you can build that said, stuff yeah. in the game. Uh, and there's just, there's a lot. And I, I totally, I'm totally enamored with it. I've played uh, two full memories so far. So like three scenarios yeah. and then yeah. there's a whole bunch of other stuff and I've unlocked stuff. And I mean, it is, the Assassin's Creed is, is fabulous. I, I really um, like it. The box looks sexy, man. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of use. They, uh, they could re-release this game as a yeah. $80 game. I th- I think I'll be there when it when it happens, right? They, I think you know I, I, they, they could totally like you know no I mean minis hey look minis sell and people like minis I'm not gonna take that away from people uh you know yeah. they could totally give the standee version for eighty bucks and eighty bucks versus yeah. two hundred and fifty bucks is I, I don't you don't need to be a genius you know yeah I'll take I'll take I'll take it I'll take it for that and I mean the next game I'm gonna talk about is totally counter what I'm just saying because mm. I love miniatures. <laughs> <laughs> so my number three, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood of Venice. What is your number two, my friend? This is so hard. Mm. These, these final two games are going into my top 20. So, so there's going to be some seismic move. I, I think mean, like, I know one of them. I don't know the other one. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah the other one hit and I was like, God, why am I putting this game above this game? Mm. Um, but I can't help it. Uh and number two is Solomon Kane. Whoa! Uh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Sol- Solomon Kane. Holy moly! I want to talk about a game that came out early, like like you mentioned yeah. before, like your game that kind of leaked into the early yeah. the early part of the year. Yeah. So Solomon Kane is, man, mm. what a game! Now I'm not a, I, I'm not, I don't know Robert E. Howard. I don't know that. I don't know his books. I don't know this story. I didn't know this character. Uh, Mythic approached me and said, "Hey, do you want to try this game? I know you like narrative. I like know you like sure. this stuff." I said, "Sure, why not? I'll give it a go." And uh, wow, I mean, what a what a good writer! Because I mean, like this stuff, mm-hmm. you are really going on this venture. If you want to know what Solomon Kane is, he's a Puritan guy, and he is uh, he's just going about and he is pure, right? And it's like these eighteen, I think it's like eighteen hundreds, early eighteen hundreds, or whatever. And he, the, the, because he's so pure these fates are watching over him and they are trying to keep him pure while the darkness is trying to get him. And mm-hmm. darkness comes in these forms of these miniatures that kind of come after. Him. Uh, but meanwhile, he is doing things that are very normal and mundane. Like he may be in a bar, he may come to a bar and it always will be like Solomon comes into town in this horseback. Da, da, da. Like it really sets the scene. And then you go and it's like, Hey, we're in this town at this bar and you're just listening to people and you're asking random questions, but the darkness is also still coming. Mm. now you play the role of the spirits but you can play the role of this one spirit that is just as strong as the other sisters um because they have like judge judge uh judgment prudence you know like they have all these different types of pieces but they have one that this one sister that's kind of a mesh of all that creates its abilities but what you're doing is you're really watching this play out and you are kind of puppet mastering Mm. the situation so you don't have full control over everything Mm-hmm. And what you're doing is, is almost like you're the watcher in Marvel movie. Like you are, you can't intervene, but you can influence, mm. you know? Uh, so you're using these dice, you're chucking the dice, you're putting them in slots, trying to hit these stat checks and things like that. But once you do, it's played out in these cards that give you all these different types of uh, interesting choices. And you're trying to create light so you're the most powerful, so you can do some better actions. Uh, but maybe sometimes you have to put your miniature down and intervene. And they have these big miniatures that mm. go down, boom, you put them <laughs> down on there. And she stands over Solomon and she put, you know, projects this light. And then if the enemy's coming to light, 
she has to sacrifice herself and burst and it causes mm. a shock wave and takes out all the darkness around it and it's like you know it's like stop boom you know and then she goes off the board as you can see i'm just so hype off this game but mm -hmm. you go through these stories and they can you can go good bad and it doesn't play out the same way the stories do in the book so if you are a reader i think he was at the end of com uh, comic so it wasn't like they always had novels for him there could be a story that was five you know 10 12 pages there could be a one that was 50 pages so they just use the influence of all these stories that were that were given and made books now these books are like between two hours to five hours they have some mm -hmm. that are you know different things so you don't have to play like a campaign it's not a campaign you play through an experience a story experience and and i just love that idea and that didn't stop me from staying up to 3 a.m at night on a school day on a work day trying to play all through all the stuff i mean it was just a page it was a page turner mm -hmm. but a board game you know nice. like it was that, yeah, yeah, it sure. was like that it was like oh man but i i won but i want to find out what happened <laughs> so yeah it, it's a it's a really interesting game The the big pushback on that one is is that there's a ton of errata cards ton right. of errata cards there's some uh some things that were going on but you know what it didn't stop me from having fun and there are just choices you make. I call it in the name of horror or in the name of fun. Like, mm. what do you do? And that's kind of what I did. I was like, this doesn't make any sense, but it is a bad result. So what happens, right? Um, and I just dealt with that. Uh, versus like, I know some people are super stickler for rules and having everything interpreted and laid out for them. Mm -hmm. I totally respect that. But for me, this is one of my favorite games of all time. I love this game. I've had it on um, my floor sitting there the entire year. I haven't had a chance to play it because there's too much of this stuff going on. And it, like, if it isn't in the review queue, then, then it kind of bumps down. But like, I, you know, this is one of those games where it's like, I got to get somebody who's passionate about it and have them yeah. kind of experience it together. Cause that will get me yeah. hyped up. I got yeah. that. I need to get hyped up for this, man. And you, you, you're hyping me up. I'm looking you at it. I'm like, hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you could. I, I think, I, I think some people are going to need a buddy to play with yeah. first, but once you know how to play it, Mm -hmm. you'll break it out by yourself mm. and you'll be like "Ooh, i can do this you know mm -hmm. like and that one sister is powerful enough to handle her biz like handle the biz whereas if you have other ones it's kind of hard because it's got a really interesting pass dice system mm -hmm. to it which is not created with the you know the one so it's like one is better at talking one doesn't want to talk so it's better at fighting the other one is better at exploring things so then there's an explorer one so they add these little light light and then add dice combinations to do stat checks mm -hmm. so uh, and, and by the way like the combat although it's car combat and you may see some of the same cards one of my favorite parts about this is when you get the stat checks you go through the deck and find another card and they'll be like solomon kane jumps on the table tells pulls out his rapier <laughs> and thrusts the guy was in the heart this one guy he, he turns back and, and he eviscerates this other guy like whoa mm. like th there's some really graphic you know explanations that are written really well on these cards i just i was like man this is a great nice game <laughs> i got it you know one one of these days man one of these days if this one yeah. if this is truly that high i'm pretty sure that we'll make some time for it yeah. uh anyway and i gotta make some time for it some some someday it's gotta come off my floor uh, yeah. <laughs> uh so my number two you mentioned you actually already mentioned it is Sorry. unsettled Oh, how about that? It is unsettled. I, I, unsettled. I am not a space guy. You know, I, I'm a fantasy person. That's my jam and everything. Sure. So when I, you know, space exploration doesn't automatically kind of appeal to me as a gamer. It has to be good. Unsettled is that good. Uh, mm -hmm. It is a adventure survival type game. So, you know, you're at you know, I, I think of it like, you know, it's not the same as Robinson Crusoe, but like in terms of you, you don't have much yeah. and you, you don't have, have to, much to go on and you no. have to go to, you know, it's a grid map and there's it's all different modules and different like characters and different scenarios in the different modules. So like each planet is a separate thing. So then you right. go to the planet, each planet of the is a. Each planet is a situation. It's a situation. It's, a situation. <laughs> it's <laughs> so a, like the planet of the mushrooms right. or whatever it is. And you right. know exactly it's what like, you're getting uh, when you're a planet right. full of mushrooms. Uh, so then uh, you mentioned before the writing. The writing is super tongue-in-cheek. The writing, yeah. I would say it's like very kind of gallows humor. Yeah. You know, so like you're screwed, but yeah. let's just kind of uh, have let's a good just, time. You know, a, you know the, like, the mother alien has implanted itself in your brain and is now hatching eggs, but it's all shit. good. 
Some of the you're getting to know the mother the, the children. <laughs> Dude, some of the explanations on the cards are just amazing. They're right. just absolutely just great, genius, mm-hmm. silly writing. Especially like even like the first box with the hallucination cards, like just yep. explaining what's gap, like explaining what's happening to you. I'm like, this is the most wildest yeah. thing ever. They don't like and it, they, it and it it's represented me- mechanically. Like the me- the mechanisms don't fight it. Like you know, you have you know, you can attach like a little base to your thing, so you have like an alien that's kind of sucked on you, and you're walking around with the base. Uh, you know, you're kind of like wandering randomly if you are, you know, you're you're, you're tripping or whatever it is, and you disappear from the board if you're like shunted off into another dimension. All this stuff yeah. can happen, right? And the so you so it has the story. It has, you know, you're not doing combat. It's all skill checks and it's all like kind yeah. of, you're, you're never powerful. You're never powerful in this game. And I you appreciate are, that. It's like the first are, alien movie, like where you'd never have a full gun. Right. <laughs> you're just running no, that's along. Exactly, that's the perfect example. Mm-hmm. Like you, it's alien. You are not, yeah. you don't have phasers. You don't have right. guns. You are Star Trek without, fa- you know, Star Trek yeah. without phasers. You just come on this planet. Whatever's happening on this planet is happening. You got to react to it because your ship will shut down or you you're right. stuck or whatever and you may have to discover the land the land may not be laid out for you right. you have to discover your path and mm-hmm. as you go to your path you may get sicker uh it may get hotter the air doesn't work the same and uh all these things happen and you can investigate you, you don't even have to investigate you, right. you can just discover these things and each board each box has these these beings these things that you just mm-hmm. discover like yeah. It's truly a discovery game. Like I said, it just feels like an episode of like Lana Loss, Star mm-hmm. Trek, X Files, like, all that stuff. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen, but it's like, it doesn't feel like Monster of the Week or, oh, this game's right. like the last game. It's very much like this planet mm-hmm. has the same properties. Um, but even that, like what they do with each planet is totally different. So I really enjoy that. Uh, this game just stuck with me. Yeah, it's um, awesome. And that writing it makes it stick. I mean, it just mm-hmm. makes it stick. That's that's the biggest one. Yeah, and I'm not a space person, and I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm adore this game. This game, it's the kind of game that you look at it and it fires five other games. <laughs> it's like uh, if this game does this, okay, and seventh continent, you're gone, and you know all these other games are like you're you're gone, and like I I can't. And on Colin and Once Club Shop did playthroughs of each planet. That's how much he liked yeah. this game too. Yeah. Uh, so then, yeah, it's no the, the Unsettled is, is an amazing game. I, I can't wait for more content for it. Uh, so then, now it goes to number one. Kickstarter coming oh. next year. Kickstarter coming next year. By the way. Okay. Well, that, oh, you missed we'll out on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we're not, uh, we're on to number one. What do you got for number Ooh. one, Jay? I think I think I know what it is. Is it, does it start with an A? Yeah. Okay. God, I so think if I you know. follow me, if you follow me on <laughs> on social media, mm-hmm. I've been playing a game a lot. This game <laughs> is making me jealous. I it, it ran under my radar, but it is making me jealous. What is it? Interestingly enough, uh, the game is Arc Nova. Uh, so Arc Nova, I've had since Essen, and I've been I, I I knew about it in August. Is that in the background August. right there, back, uh, behind your uh, your right your left shoulder? Yeah. There yeah. it is. I, it was. It was. I was on my radar in early August because I had found out through the distributor like this kind of game, or whatever. And I was like, "Oh, okay, I'll take a look at it." Somebody had posted a a, 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 um, a prototype video, and I was like, "Oh, this sounds very interesting," uh, you know. And then I asked the publisher at Gen Con about it. Mm-hmm. He was like, "How do you know about that game?" And then I and, and then he was so excited. He was like overwhelmingly excited. I don't get me wrong, publishers love their games and stuff, but he was like losing his mind talking about this game. And I was like, oh, now you got me all excited. And uh, man, talk about live up to the hype. Mm. This game, this game could be pushing into my top 10. I don't, mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with this game. What are you doing? What is it? So I'm serious. Like, I don't think anything's wrong with the game. So in this game, you are trying to build a zoo and in the box, you have these different zoo maps. You actually have up to eight, I think. Mm-hmm. And they all have different abilities. You can start with a base, base one, kind of a easy start one. And then they have different ones with abilities on them. And what you're going to be doing is this is a grid. So it's got a whole bunch of different uh, setups on it with rocks and water. And what you're doing is, is taking these action cards. If you played um, Civilization, New Dawn, uh, it has a five card row. And then it has the ability. So one, two, three, four, and five. Well, you take these different actions. 
And wherever the card is, that's the power of the card. So if you have a building, you can build a building to the third, a three size building or less if you pull it from a three. Mm -hmm. And then you take that card out, slide all the way to the end and put it back in there. So basically what you're doing is, is you're trying to make these animal cards. The only similarity to Terraforming Mars that this game has is that it has all these unique cards and it feels familiar, mm -hmm. familiar, but it's not. Uh, it's just something that people uh, constantly compare it to. I totally get it, but Civilization of New Dawn is definitely something you compare it to. It shares the exact same mechanism. But, um, and this game's not doing anything new. It's just a combination of how it comes together. But you're buying these cards. You're trying to create icons. The icons are trying to match up so you can buy more animal mm -hmm. cards. And you also have these goals that you need to meet, but you're also trying to build partnerships with organizations and associations to make sure you have enough conservation points and you can also buy cards for cheaper and things like that. The thing is, is that since there's two, it's almost two, I think it's 211 cards total, mm -hmm. they're all unique. So your game will never feel the same. And every card you discard, you will never get back. You won't mm -hmm. have access to it. There's not one card that says, go to the discard card and grab something. I don't think I can't remember, but I haven't seen all the cards. So that's the thing. So I haven't seen all the cards in all my plays. I don't think I've seen all the cards. So I've been playing this game nonstop. I mean, like I play this game. I say I play the game twice a week, but I think I might play it two to four times a week. Nice. So I, I and, and there's a digital version. So if you don't have it and you want to find out what it's like, well, on Tabletopia. Yeah, on uh, no, on uh, TTS, and it's perfect. Wow. It's perfect. It has the base map on there, so you don't have to worry about how do I pick maps or whatever. Just it's got the base map. It's it's uh, scripted, so you can try it. it mm -hmm. Takes about an hour and a half to play. It's going to take you about thirty minutes to learn the whole game. Uh, you can even watch John Gitz Games instructional video. He does it digitally, so he can walk you through everything, so you mm. can see how it's moving on the TTS version. And I followed it. I, I I read the rules, but then I went through it with him, watching the video. So I was like, "Oh, okay, doing this." To, and I just learned again, and then I just kept playing it. And mm. like, you're never gonna play it right the first time. This is not a light game. You're not. This is not a light game. There's a lot of cards to interpret. You got conservation. Pro I mean, you got conservation products that interpret a certain way. Sponsorships that give you instant and instant activations and then in-game scoring you got you know you got two tracks appeal track and then you got the other track that's trying to cross each other so you score points if you play at rogers of the ganges mm -hmm. uh, where the where the two icons have to pass each other well you have one that's going to be slower to build which is your conservation and you have one that's going to be an appeal that as you play and play more animals and combo more animals you'll get more appeal the conservation is a little hard to dig out um, until you start dedicating more uh, time to it but eventually they'll cross and how far they cross apart it will be your score you want to have a positive score nice. it's a very hands-off game anyway uh so if you're playing multiplayer there's 10 cards in the entire deck that have player interaction so it mm -hmm. is multiplayer solitaire for what you know for what it's worth which is why it's a really good solo game six rounds you're playing by yourself the ai is not taking anything from you mm -hmm. um, and you're just having an awesome time solving the game this time you know, yeah. uh, you yeah. have um, Lost Rules of Arnak also back there. That game yeah. showed that you don't have to like innovative. It doesn't have to no. be like, you know, blow away new thing. No. Just do what it does super well. Yeah. And yeah. sounds like Arc Nova is kind of going down the same way. Yeah. It, it's the, it, you've played it before, but you mm -hmm. just want the, the cute minis and the, 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 the building of the zoo and the card play. You want all that stuff yeah. in a really tight spot. Sounds like Arc Nova. People are going gaga for it. Like, it's not just you. It's, no. it's a whole bunch of people. No, They're like, I'm oh, my God, I can't believe this. No, I can't. You know why? And I think when you do say Terraformers, it does ignite a lot of people because people, sure. I mean, it's a very popular game. Right. But when people say it's better than it, that really ignites people. And that's yeah, fine sure, with sure. me because I don't like Terraformers at all. <laughs> See, don't I, Terrible. I don't like Terrible. that game. Terrible. I just boring. On but, the anti-hype train. Get out of here. It's, it's amazing. But this game, mm. if that's what it's up against or whatever, it puts it to shame. Okay. Hey. I can't wait. I can't wait. Arc yeah. Nova. Uh, Jeremy's number one. Uh, my number one is the other story game. Uh, the primarily story game. Uh, big old story game. Big old adventure. More and more expensiveness in the box. Uh, do you yeah. think you could guess it? Uh, what's the other? Well, one of the other big story games came out earlier in the year. Ooh. How about Chronicles of Juniger? Nope. 
That was, that's no. a, that's more of an adventure kind of dungeon. Yeah, that's thing. more. Of this one's a this one's total adventure. It is Sleeping Gods. Mm. So maybe you don't think of that as twenty twenty one because it's like this not mm-hmm. we're talking a while ago, but yeah, no, no it's twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Easy. Yeah. No, Sleeping Gods. I mean, it's it's my jam. It, like yeah. Mark Dainty from Not Board Gaming. You don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had a, we had a whole discussion about that in top two hundred. Like he was like, yeah. oh, it's just choose your own adventure. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's choose it's it is choose your own adventure delivered at the highest level because it's so like the best thing I could say about this game is that it breathes. Like it is yeah. a open breath of a game, and you could go anywhere and do anything. You can have a whole right. playthrough and not see. 40% of the map and then you go a different ways you can kind of mix match it again it's a table yeah. hog and a half you get you play your eight characters yeah. and you have all the powers but like I mean I loved the, I have near and far it's there, it's there somewhere uh, I love the world I love what Ryan Lockwood is doing and Sleeping Gods is just a game made for me and I'll be playing yeah. it forever no question Sleeping Gods yeah it's kind of Wind Waker uh, Zelda Wind Waker S. you kind of yeah. wide, you're just wide open you just go getting your little wide open uh, there's no I mean there's no real combat combat's like some puzzle thing and it's like okay yeah. I, the combat's actually my least favorite my least favorite thing which is what turns a, a part of what turns people off it's like oh well what is the combat I don't care like I mean I'm, yeah. I solve a little resource management right. thing and I just kind of get my resources going think, and let me get back to the storybook that's what, I, no, that's I, what I'm all about I, I, I think when you have feedback like that, I think people just don't realize like maybe that's not what this game's about. Like we don't, you don't necessarily want to get in a combat. So there's not really a priority to how the the combat works. Cause it's not like you're not supposed to be charging forward in this game. It's a game of discovery. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a thing that we need to maybe table for a different day. Is just like, you know, like what mechanisms is game trying to shine at versus Mm -hmm. like, what people want it's a hard thing to do right. you know i there's 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 gaps in every design right yeah so i think that's one of those games where it's like folklore is like that like i like folklore i love folklore i love the story type. people can't stand the combat mm-hmm. well they responded to that and i don't know if people even care but i love right. it you know, like <laughs> i love it og and i love it even more with this. nice so yeah, it's really interesting to see that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. No, yeah. Sleep, yeah, Sleepy Gods. I'm like, I can't wait for now and ever. That's coming later in the year. Uh, and Ryan Lockett. I mean, as long as you're making big box games, I, I can do without Megaland or whatever it is. But the bigger box stuff, I can definitely uh, vibe with. Uh, but yeah, that is our top five for 2021. If you want to hear more solo from Jeremy Howard, uh, go ahead and tune into Fanverse People. By the time this one posts at the beginning of 2022, Jeremy will have not only his thoughts, extended more games on the list. Yeah. Uh, there'll be contrib- contributions from the audience. And, uh, you know, like the, you, this man has you covered it. Like, listen to the yeah. every single game that I could possibly mention. Jerry was like, I got this. I got this. I got this. He, yeah. This man yeah. Yeah. has <laughs> you covered for your soul. Yeah, I got you covered. I got you covered. <laughs> got you covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we got one more episode coming, man. So uh, I'll let people go for now. Uh, until next time. Uh, uh, actually, you know, uh, let me go ahead and let, so let you sign off. You go ahead and you give your best best sign off, my friend. Oh, man. Hey, party people. Thank you so much for joining us today uh, here on the One Stop Co-op Shop. I just want to thank you so much for having me here. And I thank you all for your time because I always appreciate everybody giving me their time. And with that, party people, stay tuned for our next piece of content. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us. Later, everybody. Thanks for joining us again for the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast. Check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co-op Shop. Also, join us for games and discussion on our Discord channel. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash one stop or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again and we'll see you next week for another top five list.